Good evening, everybody. Welcome to Logger episode number 16. It is January 12th, 2008, the uh, new year. And what I'd like to do today is present part one of my review, or I should say our review of the uh, GPC, which is running the GOS operating system. Uh, about a week and a half, two weeks before the holidays, I received an email from a representative of Za Reason company. It's uh, Zareason Incorporated. That's Z-A-R-E-A-S-O-N Incorporated. So it's Zareason.com, uh, which is a online seller of systems running uh, GNU Linux pre-installed. And they have a really nice website and a huge variety of systems on there, uh, from the GOS PC to uh, workstations and laptops at very reasonable prices, and they got a very wide selection. Uh, the GPC comes in at $199, uh, and has made a big uh, to-do, especially over there in Walmart, where it went on sale a few months ago and sold out very, very fast. So what the uh, reason had contacted me to actually do was install and to, put, to test out the GPC system running or playing WoW, World of Warcraft, and uh, they were pretty excited to see how they had this system running. World of Warcraft, and they wanted somebody to test it out, play it, and give their impression. So I jumped at the opportunity because I am a World of Warcraft player. I play it under my Ubuntu laptop. So uh, I absolutely jumped at the chance to give it a whirl. Anything to further the cause. So you are going to get my impressions of running WoW on this machine. But that's going to happen a little bit later. First, I decided to take it not only to reviewing WoW, but reviewing this machine not only as a gaming machine, but also as a standard machine that a family might be interested in. And to that extent, I solicited the services of my daughter, Paige, to actually set the machine up. Now, what you're going to hear is her experience of setting up the GPC. I essentially handed her the computer in a box and said, go to it. Um, I did help her unbox it a little bit so that, you know, and surprisingly, the machine is very light. I mean, very, very light and very, very noiseless when it's actually up and running. But anyway, that's what I gave her, and you're going to hear her experiences of running that PC or installing the GPC and firing up and running the GOS operating system for the first time. So without further ado, I'm going to turn it over to Paige. Alright, we, uh, we're here with uh, Paige. Paige, my daughter, who is nine. Nine years old, and um, we just got finished pulling apart, well, actually taking out and setting up the uh, EverX GOS PC that we got for review. And uh, who, who disassembled it and put it together? Technically, or we took it out, assembled it, took it apart, and then assembled it. Okay, well, yeah. <laughs> but who did the work? I did. Did I tell you what to do? No. What did I make you do? You made me read the directions. Okay. Now, uh, when... It, it's true. Uh, I made you put it together, and then I had you take it apart because I wanted to move it somewhere else and, and put it together again. But uh, when when it was all said and done, what happened when you when you pressed the power button? It turned on. So you did a good job. Yeah, now, I guess. Now, when you asked me for help, what did I say to you? 
read the directions. Yeah, that's what I did. Now tell me, how how? Explain to me and give me your opinion of of how hard or how easy it was to set up. I think it was pretty easy. Uh, the instructions were easy to read, uh, so it wasn't that complicated. What was the hardest thing? When I put uh, that one cord somewhere and you told me to take it out and put it somewhere else. Well, yeah. Actually, to be fair, um, in following the, stru- the instructions, she did a fantastic job and, and followed them to the T and had it actually set up right. Uh, unlike most of the Everex GOS PCs, because I am getting this to review playing Warcraft on World of Warcraft, um, the video card that comes installed in the Everex GOS PC is probably not up to snuff, or they don't think it's up to snuff to play in World of Warcraft, so they, it, it has an upgrade to it on the video card, so it has an NVIDIA card in there, and that means it's using the, uh, I would assume, you know, I didn't actually look at the specs on the motherboard, but the AGP slot, so the onboard video card is not going to be used, instead we're going to use the NVIDIA card, so the directions show where to connect up the uh, monitor to the uh, onboard video card. I just had her move it to the other place and had her actually find the other location to plug it in. So I'm not going to detract from from that at all. Uh, what was the next hardest thing? You know, you know what? It, 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 I'll go. Go ahead. Go ahead. You, you, you say. What? Say what? <laughs> what, what, what was anything else hard? Uh, no, actually, the rest was pretty easy. Now I, I think you had a hard time figuring out how to tr- turn the thing on. Because it took you an awful long. When I said, when I put it down and said, "Go ahead, turn it on," you just you look confused. Yeah, but it only took me about five minutes. <laughs> it took you less than five minutes to find the power button. But um, what 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 I find, and if you go back and look at the uh, the instructions on here, and you can. Uh, see the picture of this I put up on the website the actual back of the computer uh, it, it can be a little confusing because if we look at here where it says connect to the internet were you confused at all by that? yeah I was because it, sa- it shows the number 4 but it doesn't show a line to where you're supposed to connect it to so I didn't know and it shows um, it where uh, it shows the number four, but that's not where you're supposed to connect it. Okay, what 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 we're seeing here in the picture, and you're right, because I noticed this, and I didn't want to help you out at all, but I can understand how it'd be really frustrating, because like most onboard or all-in-one systems, uh, where the motherboard has the audio, the video, and the Ethernet in there, uh, and th- this thing is dubbed as a, uh, a the GOS and, and for what it's used for you, you should have a high speed internet connection now in the, in the directions they say number four connect to the internet they have two asterisks and what does that say must use an ethernet cable ethernet cable to get online right so you must use an ethernet cable to get online now what they show you here is not they do not indicate that you need to plug your ethernet cable into the Ethernet port, which is above the USB ports and closer to the number three on the directions. What they kind of make it look like is uh, you need to plug the, the 
Ethernet cable into a modem. This actually has a dial-up modem in it, a PCI card dial-up modem. And that's where the number four is. And even in the little breakout box here with the instructions, the number four says connect to the Internet. And even though it says must use Ethernet cable to get online, it sh directly shows a phone cable being plugged into a modem. You can tell, look at that. That looks like a phone cable more than an Ethernet cable, right? Yeah. You don't know what a phone cable and an Ethernet yes, cable is. How dare I've, you lie to me? Our phone kept coming off, and I remember what it looked like. Remember the um, phone kept snapping off? Yes. You know what? And, and actually, the breakout box here does not match any other pattern on the back of this machine. I don't even know where they got that picture from. Although, you know, actually, that, I, that I don't That picture doesn't know. even match either. Neither does that one. What? What do you mean? That well, no, one. No, well, no. If you, if you. Neither does that one. Yeah, you're right. Well. Uh, yeah, you. And that. Or one. that one. Yeah, yeah. No, no. Well, actually. Uh, uh, yeah, you're right. <laughs> I'm always right. Well, essentially. Now those two are actually what they're Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, none of these breakout boxes here match what's on the back of the computer in the picture. And I wonder. Well, the back of the, pi the computer in the picture matches the system that we have over well, there. Oh, yeah. But none of the breakout boxes match. Although you did a fantastic job. I mean, by and large, the. the um, where you plug in the mouse and keyboard and the monitor, the VGA cable, and the speakers, it's not difficult to fit, or, or the power cord for that matter. It's really not difficult to figure out where it is. I mean, they pretty much resemble what you're supposed to plug them into and look, look pretty close to it. The only exception, of course, is this down here, which, again, I can test that this looks absolutely nothing like this modem cable down here, or this uh, modem. Um, although you can actually see, uh, maybe it's just the angle that we're looking at it. Still, it it doesn't match what's what's on here. So there's also two separate. Well, yeah, but I'm I'm thinking that maybe the the uh, I don't know, maybe <laughs> the angle that we're thinking. at shows it. Uh, I can't see what that is. I don't know. Uh. uh well, I'm thinking that... No, maybe that is an Ethernet cable, but that's not where you plug it in on the machine. So... Obviously. Yeah, well, we could pick the directions, the instructions apart until we're blue in the face, I guess. But, Paige, what, what do you give it as a, uh assembly? Putting it together and getting it turned on. Scale of 1 to, one to 10, how, how easy was it? 10 being easy... Well, you know, should I give you one to five? One to five. Five uh, being easy, one being hard. Four. Four, yeah. So, four. By and large, it was pretty easy. Well, that, that's good. And we're going to go on to uh, actually using it next and playing around with it. So I'll give you some time to play around with it, and then we'll come back and discuss it again. So there you have the actual hardware setup my daughter did. I chose her to do it because uh, she had never actually put together a computer before, pulled it out of a box and assembled it, um, plugged all the cables into it, and having me do it, you know, it's a no-brainer, because I've done it a thousand times, and I could do it in my sleep, 
but giving her the opportunity to walk through it uh, provides me with a fresher perspective on what someone who's uh, never actually done that before would go through. I, I do have pictures of the instructions in the back of the machine, and you can look at on, on my blog at uh, www.thelinuxlink.net slash my blog, and uh, it's in the show notes. So if you go to the logger website, you'll have a, a link directly to the blog posting for it, and you can see for yourself how the diagrams differ slightly than what's on the actual back of the machine, and even in the uh, directions there, you can see that there's two different... Uh, pictures going on, two different systems that they're displaying there. So uh, you can judge for yourself. Now, that's not deal breaker, so to speak. It might confuse some people, but most of these plugs are only going to go in, you know, into a certain interface, so to speak. You know, you're only going to plug the keyboard either into the keyboard or mouse. They're color-coded and have pictures on them, which is pretty evident there. You know, you're not going to plug a USB cable into the uh, network port, Um the modem being included on there it could confuse some people, uh, I think. Um, but generally, if somebody has a network in their house, uh, I suspect that they may be a little familiar with with uh, networking technology enough to be able to plug the network cable into the right interface. Uh, lastly, I wanted to make a comment regarding the speakers. Uh, this is the first time I ever had a, a set of speakers come with a USB cable, and I mistakenly thought at first that maybe this could connect into either the, you know, using the RC jack into the proper port on the back of the computer, or for, for some reason audio would come through the USB cable, which now that I think back makes absolutely no sense, because that would mean that there's a sound device on the speakers, but no, it's not, it's used for power. Uh, we found that out right away when we uh, attempted to listen to something with audio on it and we weren't getting any power through the speakers and that's when I figured well let's just plug the, the USB in and sure enough they're powered by the USB port so you know that's pretty pretty snifty there. Alright the next uh, topic we're going to roll into is the actual first looks at the GOS operating system. Uh, Paige boots it up and we're good to go so here are her thoughts and my thoughts on the initial look there. Alright so we got the system set up heard it on the first time what was your impression when when you first got to the, to actually use it i thought it was really cool um when it first came up i thought it was very fast too uh faster than mommy's computer of course because mommy's computer is very slow uh so What'd you think? What'd you think about the uh, the screen? I mean, it, it's a lot different than what you you're used to, isn't it? Yeah, I'm used to a lot of anime screens that mom my, that you and dad uh, that you and mommy put up on your computers. Now, this one's all green and waving, and the scroll thing at the bottom. If you like touch one end of it, um, it'll go that way. It's so freaky, but it's so cool at the same time. Yeah. I, for those of you, and you don't know this, um, probably don't really care, but uh, for the more technically oriented, uh, again, my wife prefers the KDE desktop. That's what she's been using um, for a couple of years now. And I use GNOME on my System76 laptop. And both of those machines are running Ubuntu. Uh, on my main workstation, it's Fluxbox right now. And the G the GOS 
operating system, which is uh, a flavor of Ubuntu, runs Enlightenment 17. And they have this interesting application bar at the bottom that <laughs> contains all, like, uh, most of the applications that you'd want to use. And you look at it, and there's a handful of applications at first. Like when I first, when this thing first started up, I, I didn't want to mess around with it because I wanted you to play with it first. I didn't want to start doing stuff that you do on a regular basis or that I would do on a regular basis and give you an idea of actually how to use it. Um, so it was news to me that this down here, this the uh, the application bar down here is, is animated, and if you move it as you move it right or left, um, the application scroll, the icon scroll to the right or either right or left depending on which way you're moving the mouse if you move the mouse to the right they scroll to the left if you move the mouse to the left they scroll towards the right and as they scroll towards the edge of the, of the bar they disappear and new ones appear on the, uh, on the opposite edge um, when I first brought this up I didn't see the Firefox icon but after you started using it I looked down there and you said, oh, here it is. I thought for some reason it was invisible or something. For some reason it was gone, wasn't there. But I notice now that... You have to move it. You move it like this. It's, 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 it's interesting. And the animation when you go over top of, of an application, um, it, it actually pulsates when you're, when you're hovering over top of it. Um... Did you find these applications, I mean, these, these icons, did you understand what they do? Uh-uh. I only understand what Firefox does and Google. Where's Google? I don't know. Google's up there. Okay, you got the Google search box right up here. It's, it's, I don't even, what is that? It's WebRunner is what it is. So you have the search box that if you just type something, have you typed anything in there? No, I've, I haven't searched on Google yet. Naruto, oh, I love Naruto. Alright, I'm, I'm getting rid of that security warning, but let's just see. Okay, it brings up WebRunner. What, what is WebRunner? I'm not 100% sure. I'll have to look that up. But I got, okay, let's bring up Naruto and the Wikipedia. It still uses oh, WebRunner. You can resize the web runner screen, you know, just like you would any other application. It almost looks like a stripped down <laughs> version of I don't know, like Firefox. It just shows you the web. I wonder it, what what can you actually do with this though? I, it seems kind of limited. I don't know, but you. What what did you think about this up here closing the applications? Did you find it difficult? Well, yeah, I did, because you have to run your mouse over the uh, little box, the little uh, circles up there, to find out which one each symbol means. And I find it hard to read the symbols, because one of them is a plus, one of them is uh, just... Uh, I know what the one in the middle is, it's to uh, bring the icon down, um, but... It's to minimize it. Yeah, minimize it, but... The circle for it to go away. I thought that that was um, making it bigger, and it went away. And um, when I was on oh this Neopets, I accidentally 
Oh, so that's like, why you said it. Yeah. Um, I, I find this very odd that they set it up like this myself. Because most people are accustomed... And, and you know what? I'm trying to think... OS ten. I don't know. I, I'm used to having it up here in the upper right-hand corner. Yeah. You know, I, like, I'm always looking it, over there, looking for the X, but then I looked over there. Yeah, and it's, it's a plus, <laughs> an underscore... And a dot, you know, a circle, like a filled-in circle. Uh-huh, um, yeah. So, but, you know, that's, instead of an X, it's a, it's a close, for the cir- a circle is a close. The underscore is minimized. It'd be nice if they had, like, if you hovered over it and they actually said what this does. It's not a showstopper, but it's kind of a little bit on the annoying side. Uh, uh, yeah. And, uh, so I was wondering, I, I was under the assumption that when you were playing Neopets, it crashed on you. But no. that wasn't the case. No. It, yeah. it, it had just you had closed it inadvertently, um, and that that is that's a usability Oops. concern there, uh, more so than you making a mistake. Uh, what the hell is this? I'm sorry. What the heck is this? This looks like the network utility. I have no idea. Exalt configuration. Okay. Not that I really need, I guess, to do anything with it. I don't know what I can do with it. Uh, uh, the clock here. Uh, uh, how do you read that? Well, it's a it's an analog clock. You never read an analog clock before? No, I've only read Roman numeral clocks and regular clocks. Well, you've seen a clock like this, right? I've seen one, but I I find it hard to read that. Oh, clocks like that. Because it doesn't have numbers on it. Yeah. Well. See, back in the day when the majority of the clocks we had were like this, an analog clock, not digital where you can just look at the numbers, you kind of get used to... Not digital, but like a circular one, but with numbers. Well, That's it's, what a, I it's an analog clock. That's <laughs> what they call an analog clock. <coughs> of course, 12 is at the top, 6 is at the bottom. Well, yeah, 3, three 9. 9, you're right. And, you know, you just have to pretty much, when you see it like this without any of the numbers, you have to do a general, you know, a, a best case. Generalization. Yeah. Uh, well, let's just automatically scroll contents. Well, uh, that's cool. Yeah, but it's... Yeah, it is cool. It's, it's pretty nice and flashy. Um, I don't see more than one desktop on here. And I'm not sure how you'd actually go about... What's this? My G- okay, that's... that's hard. What, what is this? What's the difference here? What is, what is that? I don't know. Uh, what the freak? I don't know what that is either. Just, okay. <laughs> it looks like a... Um, almost like a flash? Wait. This is um. It's like a flash drive in here or something. The freak. I don't know. I I gotta look at it. That doesn't look like it belongs there. Two hundred six. Oh wait. Serial storage. Ah, what the heck that is? I don't know. Anyway, I'll, I'll look that up later. Um, 
What's this do? Oh, favorite applications. Applications. Configuration. Different things you can do. Cool. So overall, what do you? How do you feel about this? I mean, I think it's a little confusing. Uh, but confusing in what way? Like trying to find things. I think it's a little confusing. Well, what did you try to find? Well, I didn't try to find anything. I tried going on Google once, but it didn't. I I could I couldn't find anything. You couldn't find what? I couldn't find what I was looking for. What were you looking for? I was trying to find um, Neopets on Google. I wanted to look at uh, images and stuff. Well, did you go to Google Images? Would you do it up I don't, here? I don't know. Did you how do it up here? I don't know how to do Google Images up there. Okay, with the can Google search? Even, yeah, can you do that? Well, you go to Neopets. It brings up Google search. What page is this? Uh, no, you're right. It, it doesn't give you the ability to... Um, and even if you go on Firefox, it's like... Look. Well, the Web Runner isn't full-featured, but if we went to... Um, it's already at Google, but I don't know what's... The heck okay, this, is, this isn't actually Google. It's like you, it would be to create your own Google homepage. It's iGoogle. Okay, it's, it's it's iGoogle. But if we went to com, yeah, it keeps putting us to here. So you're not used to seeing this Google interface. No. Um, but if we switched it to that, you'd be used to that, right? Oh, uh, yeah. So if you put in Neopets, and you were in here, you can click on images up here. Uh-huh. And get images of Neopets. It's kind of the same. It, it, it is the same. What, what if free? But this is this is the page you should always be going to. What page is this? Linux Link Net. That's where you belong, right there. Listen to all these wonderful shows. No, it's <laughs> torture. Uh, torture. But I mean, has it been hard to use, in your opinion? Well, not hard, not difficult or hard, but just confusing. Okay, fair enough, all. fair enough, fair enough. Yeah, I, I mean, the options, the, the applications on here, at the bottom, you probably don't have a lot of use for right now. I mean, essentially, a lot of these things point to Google applications right off the bat. You it's have a lot um, of Google. Right, you have Google News, you have Google Calendar, Google Maps. Uh, Google Docs and Spreadsheets, Google Product Search, you have Facebook, YouTube, Wikipedia, Blogosphere, Skype, Z Movie Player. What's that? I'll just try and play a DVD on this. Uh, it's a movie player. If you have movies on here. I don't think you have movies on here. So we want to open a file. It's just samples. Yeah, I don't. I don't see any movies on here. We'd have to pull movies in from one of my other machines okay. to see what it what it does. Yep. Uh, does that give you songs for your iPod or MP3 or whatever? Uh, it is Rhythmbox uh, Media Player. Yeah, you can control stuff. Like if we plugged in your your um 
Zen Stone, it, it should come up under this and allow you to manage your music through Rhythm Box. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Question and answer tech support. I have no idea what Mebo is. We'll f figure that out another time. <laughs> you can also, this right here pulls up applications in here too. There's a ton of Ooh, games, games in here. Oh, yeah. yeah, look at that. Graphics, Ooh. you got GIMP, you got OpenOffice.org, Drawing Office. There is OpenOffice.org applications. So uh, we'll, we'll definitely be checking that stuff out at another time. But uh, on a scale of one to five, what do you give it so far? Well, I give it about three, right in the middle, three. Okay. Fair enough. Um, has it been snappy? Has it been fast? Uh, sometimes it's fast, sometimes it goes slow. What, what makes it go slow? Well, sometimes when I play games like on uh, Webkins or Neopets, it goes slow, and sometimes when I'm just um, trying to get somewhere, it goes really fast. So. Okay. It loads up really slow. Um, like I was trying to load up on the uh, Webkins, it took about like 15, 20 minutes. What about... And I tried doing it again, and it took like five seconds. Which, uh, which, if you would rate mommy's, daddy's, mommy's laptop, daddy's laptop, daddy's workstation, or this computer, which, which one do you place is the best to work with so far? Your laptop. Followed by. Uh, mommy's. Followed by. Mm, what's your uh work? This this computer right here. Just uh. Then yours and then that. Why do you say that this is the most difficult to work with out of all of them? Well, because, like, sometimes it goes slow, sometimes it goes fast, sometimes you don't even know what you're doing on this, and everything moves around, and when you're trying to get to do something, like, if you're trying to go over there, it... it What's over it, there? It, like, if you're trying to go right here, but then it moves away, and then you go like that, it, that's confusing. I don't... I, that's cool, but it's confusing. I think it's confusing. Okay. Well, we're going to give you a couple more days to play on it, and then we'll see what you how you feel about it after a couple more days, okay? Okay. All right. Well, thank you very I'm much, I think I'm going to play this. Tell everybody. Okay. Good night for now. Good night. Okay. So we've had about a week, two weeks with the uh, GPC, and uh, in that time we've we've gone... We haven't had a lot of time with it because of uh, the holidays and stuff. So, uh, why don't you give me your impressions? Uh, how you, how you actually? What do you think of it now? Well, I I like it. Um, since I've been using it for uh, about two weeks, it's kind of gotten easier to use, and I've found out um, all different kinds of things for the um, system, and it's kind of the same, it's easy, uh, it's about as easy as mommy and daddy's computer, really. Uh, well, can you, can you clarify what you mean by easy? Easy to what? Well, once you figure out where everything is, it's easy to go and search stuff and go on different websites and stuff like that. So what, what websites have you been on? I go to Neopets, Webkins, Google, and, um, well, not many other sites, but I go on those a lot, so. What, what do you actually do on Google? 
Well, on Google, I look up different stuff, like, sometimes I look up Neopets or Webkins if I need to know anything about that, stuff like that. And those take you to different sites that you could actually uh, read up on this stuff, or are you just looking at pictures? Sometimes I go and read, sometimes I just look at some pictures and stuff, see the different kind of Webkins and Neopets. Okay. Now, today, well, yesterday, I, I asked you to install G Compre for for me so that your sister could give it a shot. You can play it if you want to. And you didn't install it last night, so I, I had you install it today. Why did you not install it last night when I asked you to? Because, well, first of all, I was really tired, and um, I kept looking, but I didn't look hard enough, and I didn't see the uh, arrow for one of the little bars and it had add the you're talking about down here on the little start menu which <laughs> which is, is a leaf by the by down, you mean like these yeah I didn't, I didn't see one of the arrows the system tools <laughs> for add remove uh, see the move. Did, did you find that confusing? A little, because first you had to um, look up what you wanted to have. You uh, you could type it in. You could look well, wait, under wait, different wait, categories. Wait. I'm asking, did you find it confusing to figure out how to install software? To find the application? Do you mean like on here? No, no, no. I mean like to actually find an application to do that. When I told you to go install G-Compre, you had no clue on what to do, right? Yeah. How did you find out what to do? Well, you told me to look down here, and I didn't think any they would be in any of those icons, starting with the Firefox going all the way to the... Okay, you're talking about bubble. this down here. What this is called is <laughs> a panel. Okay, panel. Okay. Now... We could say the menu, the application menu, or a panel menu right here, is kind of like the start menu on some other, on Mommy's KDE or Daddy's. Don't blow into the microphone. Uh, the, uh, the K menu. Oh, look at that. Let's see if... Uh anyway, the, the menu down here. So, to, get, to give you... Oh, we're going to retry. So you tried to install a lot of these applications here. Wow, how many things did you try and install? I, d I tried to take away that. What? That. Well, we're going we're gonna to install that anyhow. Because I would like to actually see how well that performs on the machine. That was What, uh, shooting people? Uh, <laughs> That's what it said. It. It's a, it's a first-person shooter game. That's uh, It's a combat game. You you play aliens. It's a little violent. It's more okay. for adults. Whatever. Okay. It, it's kind of like um. I don't know, because you never really saw a first-person shooter game, so which is probably good at for your age. Anyway, it was a little difficult for you, I, I think, for you to find, um, because by and large, you don't install applications on any other computers, do you? Who takes care of that? 
you. Right. Okay. So let's 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 go from the fact that you you found well, after after a little guidance you found the ad remove programs. How did you find this this actual application here, the ad remove applications? How, did you like it? Was it? Um. Well. Was it easy to find? You know, to install software. Not really, because the pictures they don't look really much like they usually do like on other c- computers and software that I've played on and stuff. So it's a little confusing in that way because I've because ne- it's the first time I've done this. So. so you found it a little confusing, huh? Yeah, a little. Can you be more? You said the pictures didn't look like the pictures you're used to. What else? I mean, did you actually read the names of the programs and stuff? Well, I read the names, yeah, but um, I was hoping that the pictures could tell me, too, because usually for Frozen Bubble, there's this little gray guy with little uh, little Frozen Bubbles next to him. Okay, so the icon set is different than what you're used to. Let's, let's pull that up again, because you just installed a whole bunch of... Of programs, and uh, what did you install? Tux Math, Tux Typing. Did you do L Breakout too? Huh? L- what else did you install? Where's Neck Neckuies? What's Neckuies? The one that you wanted to install. No, I didn't want to install it. I took it away. But you can install it again if you want. Anyway, I thought you were doing j- uh, billiards. Huh? I thought it's right up there. Oh yeah, there you go. Do you even oh, know? Sir. Do you even know what that is? Billiards. Yeah. I know how to play. What are billiards? Well, isn't that? Well, no. Isn't Wait. that what? I mistook it for another game. I think. I'm not sure if it's. Uh, is it kind of like pool? Yeah. Is it exactly like pool? Very close. To, well, yeah, it's essentially pool. Yeah. So, like, you have this one white ball. And you try to aim for um, another ball. You try to get that ball into... Yeah, in a nutshell. It is is like billiards. So, give me your impression of this system. I mean, would this be a system that you would like to have? Um... Well, yeah, but I want to make sure that I always have the instruction booklet for the system. Did you have an instruction booklet? No. Do you have an instruction booklet for the other computers? No. So why do you want one for this one? Because this one's a little more difficult than the other ones to find okay. stuff. And stuff like that. Ah, I'm not even looking into games. What? Yeah, what is wrong with you? I don't know. <laughs> Where You'll skip it? a lot of games if you do that. It's right there. You just there it is. No. Go down. Yeah. Oh, you didn't install Neverput. Or putt. What's what's never putt? It's like a little golf game. And never ball. Remember never ball? I don't, I don't know if you ever played those. It's kind of like a super monkey ball. Well, excuse me. No, oh, you're excused this time. <laughs> Anything How else? Dare you want? you? Well, you installed. Who installed Pac-Man? I did. Oh, okay. Penguin. Did you install uh, Super Tux? Uh, I didn't see that. I installed pings. Oh, that's pings. Pingus. Pingus. Sounds like dingus. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait a minute. 
That's exactly what you are. Oh, there's Super Tux. Do you want it? Sure, yeah. What about Super Tux card? Uh, yeah, go ahead. Throw that in there. Alright. Tennis. Nah. Oh, Torx. What the freak is Torx? Anyway, let's, let's... Wait, Tux card. Let's just get Tux card in there, too. Okay. I thought you did... I was super tux card. Uh, what the difference is, I don't know. But we'll find out. I really don't And care. then you can review them later. <coughs> anyway. Mm. So you, you... you What? Ah, mixing the... I looked on this thing. I did not find a manual. Uh, I found that the, there is no manual, apparently. I'm not sure why there isn't a manual. But that's the way it goes. So, you, you do like it? Yeah. Is it is it fa- has it crashed on you at all? Have you any problems with the? Uh, I know, like sometimes we used to play webkins on mommy's computer. It would and lock yours. up, and it, it would lock up, right? Did it? It'll, it would say, um, "Can't find webkins service" or something. No, like no, 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 no. That's something different. What? But when you're in the well, middle of playing, it would would, would it ever freeze? Yeah. Not on this system, no. Not on the. But would it do it on on mine? It will do it on yours and on mommy's. Yes, it will. Okay. What? You watching videos at all on YouTube? No. No, we have to try that out later. So, two thumbs up, one thumbs up. What? I'll give it a one thumb up. Okay, well that's fair enough. Thank you very much, Paige, and you can tell everybody what. Good night. Okay. Actually, what's today's date? Fourteenth. Uh, Twelfth. Okay. <laughs> so that actually, way. yeah, there we go. All right. Thank you, Paige. Okay, so there you have it, uh, Paige's opinion um, of how uh, GOS performed in her, her mind so far. We're still going on with different things. She's been a little more comfortable with installing software now. And uh, about an hour after we had recorded that, I had been listening to uh, her over here that she'd been playing on the machine, and I heard weird noises that I never heard before. And lo and behold, she's playing a game called Monkey Ball or something, and I'm like, is that on the web? And she said, well, no, I just installed it through the Ad Remove programs. So while initially it was a little difficult for her to understand exactly how she would uh, install new programs, once she was just informed of how the process or procedure worked, she was able to easily grasp that concept and roll with it and install new software that she wanted to try out. Um, Given that, I can understand maybe a little bit of confusion on the part of people who are more familiar with Windows would not necessarily go to the add remove programs to install software. Most people are accustomed to slapping a disk in there and uh, going with the setup procedure and when they want to actually remove some software maybe going to add remove programs. So, uh, but once you are once that you are instructed on how to use it. I think that my daughter has shown that it is it is fairly easy to take the system and roll with it and start looking at it and exploring other software. Now, my opinion on the GOS, uh, it runs in what's called the Enlightenment 17 desktop environment. Now, Enlightenment 17, if I'm not mistaken, has been under development for a considerable amount of years. It is the follow-up to Enlightenment 16, which is... Uh, if I'm not mistaken, around 10 years old now. So it's been a long time in development for E17. I was able to check out E17 um, a couple of years ago. We actually had a developer on the uh, Linux Link Tech Show and talked with him about it. Now, E17 is still 
in the beta stages, so it's not actually an uh, official release of this OS yet, but um, they used it for the GOS operating system, and I can understand why. It is a very, very flashy, yet lightweight window manager written completely in C, and it's fast. It has a low footprint, low overhead, um, and is uh, fairly functional for most people. I think uh, one of the downsides to it, it is just shy of being familiar that um, it actually may fall on the side of being alien and confusing to some people at first. Uh, what, you, what you get, um, which is similar to a lot of uh, Windows desktops, is a sort of a, a panel at the bottom. They call them shelves in the GOS operating system in Enlightenment 7. So you have what's called a shelf, and on that shelf they have decorate, or they have in, uh, put sh- icon shortcuts to a lot of the applications that they have installed on this system, from Firefox to Rhythm Media Box Player, uh, Rhythm Box Media Player, sorry, the Zine Media Player for playing video playback of videos, Skype, uh, and then a bunch of links to the Google applications, Wikipedia, and blogging software. Most of those are used through the web browser or through the web runner application, which is, uh, for lack of better terms, it's like a really pared down version of a web browser, probably, you know, running Gecko, which is Firefox. But anyway, uh, running, it's just essentially the application up in its own window. So it is very, very, very pared down. Essentially, that's all you're going to do in that window. You're not going to do any kind of browsing with it. You are left to uh, run that application, and pretty much that is it. Now, I'm going to tell you one of my biggest pet peeves, and I I think we touched on this with Paige, is the big freaking analog clock over on the side of the screen. Now, unlike a certain other operating system, Vista, which I had the... uh, pleasure of actually using for the first time a couple weeks ago, uh, two weekends ago I think it is by now. Anyway, uh, it doesn't take up as much screen real estate, but it's almost, uh, it seems a little out of place. It's kind of kitschy and nostalgic, but at the same time, it's a computer. We're in a digital age. Granted, everybody should know how to tell time on an analog clock, but I think it would be a little more beneficial instead of an analog clock with no numbers on the face, to actually have a digital clock that shows the date in conjunction with that. Uh, I think that would be a little more user-friendly. Okay, anyway, back to the bar at the bottom. The bar, or shelf, I'm sorry. The shelf has a unique feature to it that I've not seen in other uh, window managers or desktop environments in that as you are down by the shelf and you actually start clicking over applications and moving your mouse to the right or left, the shelf actually uh, um, marquees the icons at the bottom of the screen uh, with that to the width of the shelf, either to the, the opposite that you're moving the mouse. So if you're moving the mouse to the right along the shelf, the icons marquee to the left. If you move to the left, the icons marquee to the right. It's a neat little effect. It doesn't move so fast that it becomes difficult to actually get to the application that you want to run, um, but it... Uh, it's a pretty cool effect, I thought. It, it, it provides some eye candy and enhancement. Um, as for functionality and usability, I don't see that it it actually takes anything away or adds anything significantly other than it, you know, a cool factor to it. So, 
the desktop itself is actually the, the, the display is crisp and nice and clean and not overwhelming I don't think it was easy for my daughter to pick up of course like she had commented that it was it was pretty different than what she's been accustomed to using my wife's KDE system or even my GNOME system um, but once she started playing around with it it's not that difficult to pick up uh, in lieu of a start menu or a K menu or a GNOME menu you actually have a leaf in the lower left hand corner that you can click on and bring up a menu and access all the other cat applications that you don't actually have a hotkey to. Um, additionally, you can right-click on the desktop, anywhere on the desktop of blank space, or empty space, so to speak, and uh, get that same menu. Uh, if you right-click, it's more of a shortcut menu to your more popular or most widely used applications. Uh, right now, I'm having a little bit of a difficult time accessing the machine because I have a big fat orange cat laying across my desk in front of me blocking my access to my mouse um, but it just stopped started up the music player on there by accident and I need to uh, close it anyway yes putty 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 so uh, enlightenment has been uh, by and large mo very stable for uh, my daughter to use I've only had a few problems with it crashing on me uh, well, let me step back a second and explain what I was doing. Um, I wanted to test the capabilities of this machine for a little bit of graphics and scanning and stuff. I have a scanner over here, USB scanner, and I figured I would just plug it in and get rolling. So I plugged it in, and of course there was really no application on there to that would work with the scanner. Uh, I know from experience that GIMP has a, has a plug-in to uh, Xane, and I could use the scanner that way, but the general user is not going to understand how to do that. So I just went and looked under the add remove applications and typed in scanner and found the Xane and uh, there's a GNOME scanner front end and KUKA that all came up in addition to virus scanner and a few other uh, type of scanning applications, not uh, network scanning and stuff. But I figure, you know, that's okay. That's, that's a start. Um, somebody who would type scanner in there would be able to find a scanning application uh, it would be installed and, and be able to use it. It came up under the graphics menu. I started up Xane, found my scanner without a problem. It's an Epson uh, Perfection 610. I've always trusted this thing. It's always worked flawlessly for me. Uh, previewed it, adjusted the image that would have wanted to scan, acquired the scan, saved it on the desktop, uh, pulled it up in GIMP, and did my editing of what I wanted to do. Uh, of course, now somebody who's never done this before their mileage is probably going to vary. Uh, I've experienced with this for many years been using these applications, so I understand that it may not be as evident. And quite frankly, the first time I've ever I ever did scanning in any other operating system was very you know it's 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 something that you got to learn, and it's an art too to actually scan images improperly. But that aside, it was not difficult. My hardware was detected without a hitch, so that went off flawlessly. Um, but what did happen though? For some reason, while I was saving the scan, I don't know what happened, but the machine locked up when saving the image, so I had to uh, back out of X, which I usually do with the Control-Alt-Backspace. Um, that might not be evident to somebody. Uh, that would be something that would be important to describe to them, that a lot of the problems that you might experience with it locking up, you could just back out of X, re-log in, and you're good to go. So instead of having to reboot the entire machine, all you need to do is back out of X. 
uh, if you're locked out, if you, if the machine becomes locked up, so to speak. Of course, there's always the reset button, but I have not had to set or hit the reset button once in my uh, use of the Geo GPC. That aside, only aside that little glitch right there caused some problems, and that was it. Okay. Finally, I want to finish up uh, describing the interface by saying one thing I, I I don't like that's included in the interface is the big Google search in the upper right-hand corner. It uh, it brings up a box that if you actually type something in there, if the box is always present. Hit the Google search. is going to bring up that information in the Google uh, search results in the web runner application. And uh, I think that that while it doesn't interfere with any applications, it's just uh, it's kind of bulky and, and clunky. Anyway, what I noticed about this at first um, is it didn't have any virtual desktops. I'm a big fan of virtual desktops, and I can understand to a person coming from Windows or OS 10 are not going to have any clue what virtual desktops are, are going to be unfamiliar to them, but just about everybody I've ever met has said that once you experience virtual desktops, you can never go back. And it's true. It's painful to not have virtual desktops. So I wanted to get virtual desktops running on this GPC, operating the GOS. So I did what I I went to configure, configuration tools, and I had the option of adding virtual desktops or what they call shelves. And I was not clear on exactly what the heck a shelf is, what is a... Uh, you know, with the virtual desktop, I can understand, but the shelves. What the shelves are are like uh, K panels, and um, for the KD operating system or a, a GNOME panel, it's just a, a little place you can drop icons and little applets, and you can position them in the four sides of the screen and set different default configurations for them, whether they're always on top, whether you allow windows to overlay on top of them, or, or whatever have you. Uh, you can actually have them scroll like I talked about the marquee effect or the scrolling effect, depending on which direction you are going with the mouse on the and which direction the panels are actually aligned. So there, there are nice little places to put uh, applets and, and icons. Uh, shelves was a little confusing at first, and I talked to a few other people who were uh, unsure exactly what shelves were. But having experience with these different window managers and stuff gave me a leg up again on being able to quickly get my... Uh, sink my teeth and get my hands around exactly what's going on. Uh, given that, one might say, uh, that's great and everything, Dan, but, you know, we pop open this box, it doesn't come with an instruction manual or anything. How, how are we going to be able to understand what's going on? And, uh, well, lo and behold, down on the application, on the panel down there, on the shelf, I'm going to use the right terms, Terminology. There's a help with GOS and a link there that'll bring you up to a fact and some information and documentation that can get you started. I I am looking at the help with GOS uh, right now, and it might be a little confusing to some people, but uh, I would like to see better like documentation, kind of maybe a wiki style documentation if that's what. Uh, what might be beneficial, some some way to show people exactly how to use the GOS. On the desktop, there is a little icon that says, Welcome to GOS. It's a GOS is an OS that makes it easy to use Google applications and other free software. 
and that takes you to the main uh, or one of the GOS, actually not the GOS web page, but uh, the file GOS uh, help system on the desktop. Uh, free tech support. They visit the People Powered Help Center. Free updates for life. <coughs> and links to get you started with the Google applications. All right. Uh, I don't want to go on too much more about the G operating system. I'll get into it in part two, but we're, we're going to come right now to what you've all been waiting for probably is how well does this thing run World of Warcraft? Um, that's what the task was uh, asked of me to review World of Warcraft on here and uh, give my impressions of using this as a World of Warcraft machine. Okay, the machine they sent me is a little different than the standard GPC machine that you're going to get from Everex. They did throw in extra memory. I think they bumped it from 512 to a gig. Let me double check that, actually. Uh, they also threw in an NVIDIA graphics card. So right off the bat, uh, there is a little tweaking and cheating from the standard uh, system that they ship with from GP, uh, GPC. But uh, what you're going to get in part two is I'm going to remove some of those features. Uh, hopefully they only have they have two uh, SIM chips in there or DIM chips in there of RAM. And uh, I can remove half of it and take it back and remove the video card and take it down to the original system configuration and see if it runs at all. I don't know if it has 3D acceleration. I, I kind of doubt it, but you can never tell. Uh, we'll see what happens. But we have a... Uh, we have a NVIDIA card in here, and let's see if I can pull that NVIDIA information up. Uh, doing LSPCI, and it is a G4 6200. Uh, so that's what they threw in here to run World of Warcraft. And I'll tell you what, when I first fired this thing up, my expectations were low, and I was uh, summarily defeated. It ran flawlessly. It, I was very impressed. I've been hearing and have experienced myself some glitches with uh, World of Warcraft running under Wine or Crossover Office for uh, some time now. My experience has been, it seemed to be about the end of spring last year, the updating system for World of Warcraft became unusable. And you had them do some workarounds, actually un download and install the patches manually using wine is what I did. Uh, it was a pain in the butt. In fact, you actually had to bypass the uh, initial um, loader screen and load just WoW itself, not the, the WoW loader, which looks for the updates and kicks that all off. Uh, I've also heard that of late, some of the uh, patches of the, of the latest uh, updates to the system have broken wine usability and people were having weird artifacts and difficulty playing the game. I experienced none of that on this machine. It's just using Wine with World of Warcraft installed, uh, Burning Crusade, and it has been beautiful. Um, it was running at 800 by 600. I decided to kick up the graphics to 1024 by 768, uh, kicked up the enhancements, um, the textures, the environmental distance, upped a lot of that stuff, and still it ran great. I was very, very, very impressed. Uh, you got to figure if you throw in 
the extra hardware, you're looking at th- about $300, I think. Might not even be that. About $300 for a machine that could run World of Warcraft and a handful of other games and be a decent workstation for browsing the web and doing other stuff on it. Uh, very, very, very impressed. Uh, my hat's off to them. What uh, what I my experience with World of Warcraft was great. I played for uh, you know a good ten hours at least, um, playing around with a, a dwarf hunter. Had a blast because you know I haven't played World of Warcraft uh, significantly in, in like six months now. Uh, it gets very addicting, but I also find sometimes it gets a little boring doing the same stuff over and over again. So anyway, I had a blast playing. I was very, very impressed. The audio quality was crisp, not a problem there. There was no hiccups. It never crashed. Uh, One thing I did notice, though, uh, right from the get-go, is it does, if you've used Ubuntu, and one of the more recent builds of Ubuntu, I think uh, maybe in Dapper, but definitely in Edgy, Feisty, and Gutsy Gibbon, is that when you have an update, you get a little uh, update icon in the top that looks like a blazing star or whatever nice little icon up at the top i've noticed that on the gos operating system that star stays above every application that runs so world of warcraft would run but that star would be down there if i had an update that was a little annoying when i was messing around with my shelves uh i accidentally set the uh, bottom shelf to always be on top which then resulted in when i was playing world of warcraft I could see the shelf over top of the windows. That was easily uh, fixed by going into the configuration options for the shelves. So uh, my my hat's off to them. They did a very great job. Now, what I plan to do in the near future, in the next installment of this uh, show, is to pull out the hardware, do some more testing on how well this runs these applications, and see whether I can actually get World of Warcraft running on a standard GPC system. In addition to that, we're going to come back with some more reviews of different games that we've tried out on here. Uh, Paige is definitely going to review Fashion Sense, which we uh, reviewed on Logger last episode. Uh, A few other games that she's been playing. I'm going to talk about some of the ones I tried out. Penumbra Ultima. Ultima. (laughs) Penumbra Overture, sorry, is definitely on my list of tests. And uh, we'll go from there. Thank you very much for listening. Check out the links to my blog. Uh, again, that's the linuxlink.net slash my blog for the write-up of this uh, review of GPC and the GOS operating system and some of the images that we talked about in here. Thank you very much, and have a great week, and enjoy free OS and baby. That wraps up another episode of Logger. Thank you very much for listening. Remember, Logger is released under Creative Commons for non-commercial use license. Feel free to copy, excerpt from, or distribute Logger for non-commercial purposes. The opening music of the show is provided by James Underberg called The Battle with sound effects from Blob Wars by Parallel Realities. We'll see you next time. (laughs) 